You know why I love spring so much? It just seems like a season of new beginnings, a refresh. We've made it through a shitty winter, and now this is our reward. Flowers blooming, sun shining. It just gives me all the feels. Now that I'm focused on living my best life, spring has sprung. I'm trying to be outside, outside. Now, on my quest to be my very best self, there's always a little devil on my shoulder getting in the way of me achieving some awesomeness. If you're anything like me, chasing dreams, living your best life, or you're just chilling and just trying to be happy, I want to talk about common mental health issues that might be keeping you from the come up. It's if money coming at you straight from the bourgeois With an honest conversation, but she can get raw It's like Maggie Stallion meets Oprah That hot sauce on fried okra She talking sex to depression, humor and intellect Flexing, catch that vibe, sitting up in her room But where them dollars at? Shout out to Gangsta Boo And every time you think of her, it be like Girl, how dope of you? How dope of you? How dope of you? myself, especially when I started doing comedy. When you start trying to be bigger than who you already are, things can get scary and overwhelming really quickly. And when that happens, all these little nuggets of shit start popping up in your head. It's extremely important to realize what's happening and more importantly, to put a voice to it so you're not out here tripping and messing up your shit. Also, let me state, I am not a doctor nor a mental health professional. I'm just somebody that's been through some things, and I wanted to talk about these just in case you suffer from some of these issues too. First up, anxiety. I did not suffer anxiety until I started doing comedy. I had a friend that did, and I always called her spaz, and I'd be all like, stop being weird, you spaz. Well, my karma for that came full force when I started doing comedy. Anxiety is like a fear or a worry, an intense feeling that comes over you. It could be while doing a small task or something major like headlining a comedy show. I remember I was in this restaurant picking up takeout. This was in the middle of the pandemic. Most places had COVID measures in place, but not this restaurant. So I'm waiting for my food. Now I'm already irritated because they're still making it. I just wanted to get my food and go. I hate waiting. Then there's like three people come in. They're loud, not wearing masks. Then there's this like old bummy ass man come in, super duper dusty. With his dusty ass mask in his hand, he walks in too, mind you, not wearing a mask. And the waiting room is the size of my bedroom. So now I'm freaking out, thinking I'm about to meet my maker, all this for a fucking turkey wings. I'm getting spicy with the front desk kick. She's getting spicy with me. We getting spicy. Then I apologize and she apologizes too. I'm just like, all these people, it's just loud, we're in a pandemic, we're not wearing masks, it's just too much. Then she says, I can see how this would give you anxiety. If you want, when you pick up your food the next time, let me know. We have a side door, I'll open it and give you your food over there. And, you know, that was the first time I'd heard anyone use that word for what I was feeling. It made me feel good that she helped me realize what was happening and what I was feeling, and that she provided a solution to help me deal with it. I kind of felt seen. This is why I said it's important to put a voice to what 
you're feeling and experiencing. Once you know what it is, you can come up with ways to deal with it. Now, this one is definitely a sibling to anxiety. Overthinking. Man, I overthink a lot. Now that I know what it is and what I've been doing, I've been able to catch myself, again, putting a voice to it, and I'm able to tell myself, yo, you need to chill out. You're doing too much. I used to overthink so much when I was dating. Like, why is he texting me back? Oh, he must be dating someone else. He's not that into me. The thing about overthinking is that you'll overthink to the point that you'll overthink your ass out of an opportunity because now you're just doing way too much. Which brings me to my next one. Add anxiety and overthinking, and you got some serious catastrophizing. Woo! The shitstorm that is catastrophizing. So catastrophizing is when, in your mind, you make the outcome of something that you've done way worse than it could ever be. Like, I'm going to do this thing, but if I do it, this is the worst possible outcome. This is the worst possible thing that can happen. Like some serious, straight out of the movie, imagination type craziness. For example, someone had asked me if I had gotten a vaccine. Now this is somebody that I rarely talk to, so this question to me just seemed like super duper out of the blue or whatever. And I was like, no, I ain't getting that shit, boo boo. I was standing tall, you know. But eventually I ended up getting the vaccine anyway. But anyway, I'm just like, you know, I thought, wow, that was random. Now. He started texting back. Now, you know where you can see, like, where somebody's texting back or they're instant messaging you and you see those little bubbles bubbling like they're about to say something? And he did that a couple times and didn't say anything. So I didn't hear back from him until the next day. So in between that time, my mom was going crazy. Like, this, like, this was some serious level catastrophizing. Like, I literally, in my mind, thought that, I'm like, oh, shit, is he going to rat me out? Because at the time, people were like, diamond out people that refuse to get the vaccine. I'm like, am I gonna end up on some list? Am I gonna get doxxed? Is he with some vaccine report group? My mom was just going crazy. I started freaking out and it was it was just wild. Long story short, he came back and said the next day and was like, uh, yeah, I'm vaccinated, but I don't think anybody should be forced to get vaccinated. And all that that I was doing in my mind was absolute madness. It's so unnecessary. It was just absolutely wild. So when this happens, absolutely have to put a voice to it so you can check yourself because if you don't especially if you're anything like me you're gonna go so far deep on the defense that you're on the offense like you're playing chess strategizing psyching yourself to deal up with this thing this outcome this issue that you've created in your mind it doesn't even exist or may happen and then things could blow up in your face stop catastrophizing it will literally drive you mad this brings me to a big one self-sabotage Get out your own way, boo. Again, you're trying to do something new, cool, super duper awesome shit. It can get scary, I get it. If you're not careful, there's a little voice in you that will get bigger and bigger and louder and louder and will have you do dumb shit to block your blessings. I suffer from this big time. For me, when some awesome shit is about to happen, I start getting anxiety, overthinking, catastrophizing, and it leads me to self-sabotage, blocking my progress because an unknown future is too hard to process. It's hard to have faith and do things you've never done, go places you've never been, elevate, it's hard. This can even apply to relationships. People self-sabotage when they get scared of getting close to someone, they put up a wall and do something that they know will push the person away because they don't want to be vulnerable. They don't want to experience rejection. A lot of times we subconsciously self-sabotage. We don't even realize we're doing it until it's too late. That's why it's important to be on the lookout for this one. 
So if you're trying to progress and you're not getting to where you're trying to go, whether it be a promotion, a relationship, whatever you've got going on, I need you to take a minute and self-assess and ask yourself, is there something that I'm doing that's keeping me from getting the thing that I want? Next up, imposter syndrome. This is definitely a close cousin of self-sabotage. Well, more like sisters. They're sister cousins. That's how fucked up they are. Now, this is when you don't think that you're good enough. Like thinking that if you're experiencing success, it must be because of luck. Not because you're just awesome and that's what happens when you're awesome. Awesome things happen to you. It makes you doubt your abilities and makes you feel like a fraud. Big transparency moment. This happened to me actually last week. The Philadelphia Inquirer reached out to me for my take on the infamous Will Smith slap heard around the world. Now, I had a fleeting thought for a minute, meaning a thought that I only thought about it for a hot second, but I got over that shit really quick. For a hot second, I doubted myself, like, who am I to speak on this? Because they were looking for a comedian's input. And I'm just thinking, well, I'm not really that booked and busy on this scene. A lot more comedians doing way more on this scene. I'm just literally chilling, waiting to move to New York, and I'm planning to beast out when I get there, but I'm just like, who am I? I'm a nobody. But I'm glad I put a voice to that, and I told my friend, and she checked me real quick and said, fuck that, you are somebody. And I agreed, I am somebody. And my article was the bomb. Go check it out on the Philadelphia Inquirer's website, or you can go to tiffmoneytalks.com and click on the press tab, and you'll see my article there. Anyway, for a slight second, I suffer from imposter syndrome, because please believe, I am definitely that bitch. Glad I got over that shit. Which leads me to my next and last point. Negative self-talk. When I was in my deep depression, man, every other sentence, I'd be talking shit about myself. I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that, I'm not losing weight, I'm not on stage enough. Let me tell you, I was just downright a horrible-ass person. Negative self-talk keeps you from realizing how fucking great you are. It also keeps you from manifesting greatness. It makes you feel like basically you ain't shit, you never was shit, and you ain't never gonna be shit. Now how can you be the shit when you're out here thinking you ain't shit? How's that supposed to work? No more negative self-talk. It's cool to self-assess and check yourself when you need to, but don't be too hard on yourself. Of course there's something you could be doing better. There's always scope for learning. There's always scope for improvement. Please give yourself some grace. All right, I hope this gave you a little insight into some common mental health issues that you probably face daily. You don't even realize, hey, yo, that's a thing. Like I said, I'm not a doctor or a mental health professional. I'm just somebody that's been through some things. If you want to learn more about these, please let Google be your guide. I also strongly urge you to go to therapy, even if you don't think there's anything wrong you don't think you need it, it's always good to talk to somebody, even if it's just a once a month check-in. If you like this episode, share and subscribe. If you want to chat about this episode with me, hit me up on tiffmoneytalks.com. Thanks for listening. How dope of you. Bye. How dope of you. How dope of you. How dope of you. How dope of you.